I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sarah Michelle Gallo, Buffy the Welcome to We Stand Together and Pop Culture Academic Symposium. We're the pop culture professors, and I'm Caitlin Bitsagai. That's normal, but with me is guest professor of the evening, Kate Vatter. Kate, welcome. Thank you. Oh, so great to have you on board while Lauren is away on business. And, and we'll get to it, but we've we've we're going to talk about a topic that there's there's no one better to have as a substitute teacher here. Uh, so, you know, guys, this show is all about standing, talking about things that we're obsessive fans of. So, Kate, do you have a stan of the week? What are you thinking about this week? I have a double stan, which I great. don't know if it's allowed, and they have nothing to do with each other. You know what? You're the professor. Thank it's you. Great. Thank you. Yeah. There's one that I've been sitting on all week, and then one that came up like two days ago that's been infuriating me. <laughs> okay, good. So I recently, I just finished Jeanette McCurdy's autobiography. I'm glad my I mom's read it dead. as well. That was great. I have not seen a single moment of her acting. Like I did not no. know who she was. And then I saw the nope. title of the book and was like, absolutely, let's go. And it's fascinating how I don't think I would have caught that her mom was abusive. 
Like she hit it so well. Right, right, right. Yes. I know what you mean. Yes. Like from her own point of view, like understanding it later. Yes. Yeah. Also, I think like from the outside, it took a long time for anyone to see anything too. Totally. I mean, who would know that all the stuff about like the body uh, image stuff to put it lightly Uh, and just like also just being a child actor is hard, even if you want to do it. And if you're not in the love of the game it it is basically abuse in and of itself yeah yeah basically and then my other thing is sports related and how (laughs) awesome (laughs) great i just want people to let people have things agreed okay yeah very specifically when someone is about to throw a no hitter or perfect game and you're down by say 15 runs let them have it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> two days ago the guy was down to one out and the team was down by 15 runs like you're not going to catch up no one's going to remember that you were struck <laughs> out because everyone was so just like let them have it so they should actually just by let them have it you mean like don't even go like like just like drop your own bat just like swing and miss just like <laughs> yeah like it's a wiffle it's ball just, uh, at that point like Wait, once there's one out left, like, don't start doing it in the ninth, like, beginning in the ninth. But when there's just one out left, and it doesn't have to be right. every game, because sometimes they're, like, one-run games, and, like, you sure. should take it. But when you're mm-hmm. down by 15, like, I don't know, you just, like, ruined his day. You ruined everyone in the crowd's day. <laughs> you ruined his day. You ruined, personally, my day, and they weren't even my teams. So I just wow. think that you should, like, let them have it. Ugh. I agree. You know what? And this is the kind of commentary we don't get from Lauren and Brickman. And this is why you are stepping in to tell us the truth. Ah, let people have things. <laughs> if any major league players are listening, please let them have it. <laughs> let let have it. Have it. <gasps> that is excellent. Well, I'm standing this week a show that I thought just came out, but it came out in 2020, <laughs> which has been a common theme for me. It's on Amazon, which like... You're, you got to be looking for shows on Amazon, in my opinion. I don't browse Amazon regularly. But it may be of interest to people that are drawn to this topic because it's called World's Toughest Race Eco Challenge Fiji. It's hosted by Bear Grylls, who I think, if you are used to, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, the stylings of a TJ Lavin, you'll be very interested in Bear Grylls' approach to hosting this as well. So Eco Challenge is something that's existed for like 20 years, and it's a huge adventure race, hundreds of kilometers, all sorts of adventure sports involved. But they just made it into a show. So a lot of the best people are not used to being filmed all the time. So Bear Grylls <laughs> just like runs after them. There's like, pretty crazy whitewater rafting, bye! <laughs> Like, they hate him. Um, he's clearly filming pickups from a helicopter a lot. Like, he's re- he's reacting to things that aren't happening right below him. And I just always imagine these people that are, like, have hypothermia or feel like they're about to fall off a cliff and they see Bear grills just flying over doing B-roll. It's But the adventurers are really cool. Uh, and I-, I wish they could have done it again. They basically relaunched the race in 2020 and then... COVID. So I watched it like at the very beginning of COVID when it first came out, like uh, June 2020. I admire you. And it was perfect timing. It did get yes. me back into Survivor, but it's so wild. And I'm someone who like will not go camping. So this is like truly out of my uh, range of activity. 
but it is truly wild. I am just shocked. There's no, I mean, camping, there's like no real scheduled sleeping. Right. There's like three hours to be like the absolute most and it's crazy. Yeah. And 11 days. It's camping is too much. This is too much. Yeah. It's, I, it's insane. I uh, haven't even yeah. finished it yet, but that's the, that's the, yeah. that's the uh, stand of the oh, week. Man. But we got to talk. We got to get to our topic because I've already brought up the man, TJ. We're here to talk about the challenge. And I, I knew who the guest host had to be. And I knew who the guest had to be. So please welcome Bill Schaefer. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I almost like held for applause. There's no one here. <laughs> <laughs> Like Bill Shaker, I should give it a minute to just like wave. Nobody, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. Of course. So we are here to talk about the challenge, and and for those of you that don't know, we I'm talking about MTV's the challenge, but we can go into that at a, a later point. What does it even mean when I say the challenge? The challenge uh, started as a competition show between members of. MTV's The Real World and MTV's Road Rules are initially playing each other, then different teams. The rules change literally every single season, <laughs> sometimes dramatically, sometimes it's an individual game, sometimes a duo, sometimes teams. We haven't seen full teams in a, in a minute. There are recurring characters. It's never the exact same cast. Some people are on for one season. Some are on for... Who's been on the most? Bananas, Bananas has probably been on... 15 or I think maybe 20. I think he's been on the most, but he hasn't been on the longest. Yeah. that Yes. That's another great point. <laughs> this has also been going on <laughs> for 20 years. And now we have all stars. And we also have the CBS version, which I will say I've actually not watched. I have. And I have a lot of thoughts. But like if we get there, because it is like super different. It just wow. Okay. It has it has TJ. <laughs> it does have TJ. I know from Paramount Plus login, and it's supposed to be very similar, but it's not. <laughs> but again, as fans, how, <laughs> it's hard to define what the original show was. So how something would be different? What makes <laughs> it iconically that. the challenge? Yeah. And I will also say that first season was just uh, Real World versus Real World. Their first season of the challenge didn't even have Road Rules. Okay. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing background and. That's the thing is like, I'm sure you guys have encountered this when you mentioned to friends that you got to watch a challenge. They're like, oh, is that still on? And it's like, in fact, it's bigger than ever. But why? It doesn't seem to have an expanding fan base. I, I'll get into this later. Did try to pitch a teenager I coached into starting from the beginning. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I really, in that instant, abused my power as like an authority figure in their life when I was like working real hard to be like, you got to watch this show. And like, I had like a whole like life lesson planned out, but like they haven't even like heard of it. I don't know who's, I think people just aren't leaving. I know. <laughs> so we like to uh, here at We Stand Together, put our listeners at ease for, uh, you know, what, what gives us the credentials to speak on this topic. And uh, for me, I did once meet, Chet and Evan when I was working on a show, but they were not booked on that show. We filmed at a college and they were doing, you know, those college tours. I, are those still big? No, right? No, I'm not. I'm not. So for, for the youngins, the MTV celebrities used to tour colleges and give talks. <laughs> 
but they were there. So we like basically met them in the green room of people doing entertainment at this college. And they were weird. But I had like a flip phone back then or maybe an iPhone 1.5. And I had my my picture with Chet was my profile picture for a long time. I'll try to find that for the for the listeners for Instagram. <laughs> Kate, what's your credential this I week? I have kind of two facets of it. One is that I have a habit of, as I live in New York City, downloading a dating app and then like screenshotting <laughs> famous people and then like deleting it two hours later. <laughs> Great. That's how they're supposed to be used. And they're never that famous. But I did find what I think is a fake Theo Vaughn. <laughs> it's, in, it's in the folder for this episode, if you want to see. It says Theo Vaughn, but it says that he's like a securities trader or something. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was very much not what he does. Wow. Um, Risk management expert yes. from University of Arizona. <laughs> yeah, that I don't think that's really him, but that's definitely his picture and it does say Theo Vaughn. <laughs> And then I did find Kenny, and it's definitely him. And what's interesting is that one of the pictures is a group shot from behind, and one of those people is definitely bananas. <laughs> Didn't Kenny do, like, improv for a hot second? I think he did. Does anyone else remember this? That yeah, sounds right. Yeah, it was him. Like, I remember that being, I think, like, in 2015, for, like, a hot I saw him at, like, some step and repeat, like, at the pit or something, and I was like, do what you gotta do, man. Like other people have made the leap, so it was like <laughs> where you want to start, go for it. it. From Jersey Shore, it was like two years after, right? And you know, Johnny Bananas and Paula both used to live in Chelsea, and I would see them around. Just, and I think one of them, maybe Paula, worked at Elmo for a while, that diner-ish bar that's near Peter McManus Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> so she may have been in there. We know she's. Sober. We love that for you, Paula. But she maybe she was in there once. Yeah. My other way, I have a second point too though. Oh, yeah. I do I did get two cameos from Derek. And <laughs> they were in a row. So by the second one, he was like, Wow, your fans, your friends was like, No, you're a real big fan of mine. But then <laughs> they were like <laughs> by the second one, like the second one was like 10 minutes long. It was very long. And my mom wanted to see it and it was weird because he was shirtless the whole time and like his very sparse apartment with like just like fabric hanging up that clearly aren't really curtains closed. And like it was very nice and friendly and like shared some interesting stuff, but it was just like super bizarre and not like any other cameo I've experienced. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, Bill, what is your credential? How, what makes you an expert in the challenge? It's being an expert in the challenge besides just watching a ton of it. I've got I've got two little cool credentials. Uh uh I actually met Ryan Kehoe from the very first Fresh Meat. He's just a bartender up in Harlem. I just was <laughs> like, like in his bar. And and I was like, wait, you're and he was like, Yeah, I just got back from filming All Stars. It was like last summer, summer twenty twenty one. And he was like, Obviously I can't talk about it, but then we just had a Great little interaction. Try not to be weird. He's just like a dude. He's a real person. These people are real people. That is something I'm fascinated with on the challenges. Like, you know, you hear about how CT is like a monster and I'm sure he is, but then you Google, he's like six one. I'm six three. Like I'm, like, I'm very bigger than him. Like, <laughs> and That's then like great he just point. makes you look bigger. And then I was like, oh, Ryan's like a small dude. Like, I, like I'm 31 now. I'm too old to like be on the show, but I'm like, I can haul brawl this guy. I could, I, I would do it. I'd, I'd win. <laughs> Um, that's not too old to be on the show. (laughs) 
Like, Tony's too old to, like, break in as, like, your first season. Maybe. The star is too old, Maybe if you had, like, a bloodline situation, but you probably Uh, already know that you don't. (laughs) I don't. And then my other cool credential is that back in 2015, my brother, who's a year younger than me, on a whim, submitted to the real world. And he got, like, through, like, the, the next round, but didn't go to his like interview or whatever because he had booked a trip to LA already and I was like fuck that you gotta go yeah. to your audition or whatever and it ended up being the skeletons season of oh. the real world and then I think the following challenge was like a bloodlines thing I was like that was our pack in dude <laughs> but like, like that was that was it <laughs> and you blew it oh my <laughs> gosh well yeah that, this is amazing. We were, very, we were very upset with him. We were like, man, this was our fucking ticket, dude. <laughs> we could I have mean, done this. If you're listening and you are not a fan of the challenge, the problem is we cannot even begin to break down some of this vocabulary that we've already used. <laughs> but bloodlines are first. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. We, this is not approachable at all. <laughs> it's okay. They, they already saw the show description, but bloodlines refers to... Uh, <laughs> season of this show where longtime cast members introduced a family member and new cast members oh yeah well but we knew them from other things right, right? i or believe because that was jenna was on skeletons and that was her first season with brie whose dad works at a bakery it was her first season she was on explosion <laughs> yes and her her cousin worked at a bakery which is a big issue <laughs> it's her dad's bakery <laughs> that's true yeah, that's the oh only reason God. she thinks she's so high and mighty. She works at a bakery. Um, so <laughs> before we get into any games or anything, the State of the Union, we've got CBS The Challenge, Challenge All-Stars, The Challenge. <laughs> Where, how do you guys feel about our beloved brand? Is it growing too fast, <laughs> too slow, all wrong? How do we feel? I mean, I'm watching all of them. <laughs> <laughs> So I can't say like it's too fast because clearly I'm catching like I'm perfectly caught up with it. Okay, let me ask about CBS. It's people from Survivor. It's people from the so it's Survivor, Big Brother, Amazing Race, and Love Island. Okay, and so are we not going to see people from Survivor and Big Brother on the challenge anymore? Because they have been. I think that the people that were on it already, we're going to keep with, and they might add some like young hotties, (sighs) but Uh like. The people who won Survivor, who, like, won Survivor when they were, like, 43 and have, like, grown kids are on CBS, like, the challenge. Okay. Okay. Because they would not. Yeah. And there obviously are some hotties because it does have Love Island, but they're super out of place because that's not a competition show. From what I understand, I don't watch Love Island, but they're definitely, like, very No, they don't have, no. no, Yeah. Bill, are you watching CBS? Are you watching All Stars? I watched a little bit of the first iteration of all stars i have not kept up with what else is going on i'm very much a core brand guy uh opposite of kate i was not on board for how the cast diversified i know that sounds very that's terrible wording um (laughs) that's a pull quote that's a pull quote for the episode the listeners at home I, i am a person of color i know what i'm saying I mean, like, I guess, like, the talent pool being diluted through, like, X on the beach and stuff. I actually did not like that. This will be a big right. part of my thesis. Yeah. And so, knowing that they were kind of doubling down that direction 
was like, I don't need to watch it. I'm very much like about TJ bananas, the old guard (laughs) and, you know, interesting people in a house doing shenanigans. But then when it becomes this, let's just kind of grab all the hot people from across our brand and throw together. I'm like, the show is still cool, but like it has lost a a, a little something for me personally. Mm -hmm. So I'm not huge on the other shows. I do like all stars. I do think there's like, there should be like a senior circuit. Like, like we got to help Anissa win. She deserves it. Like oh, yeah. speaking to your like your like your, like your no hater thing. It's like guys, just let Anissa win the final at this point. <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah, I don't watch Survivor or Big Brother. So, but but I could see the appeal if you do because the original appeal of the challenge was like, oh, people we already know in one context in a different context, mm-hmm. and every time we mix them up, who you know what's going to happen? And I could see if you do watch those CBS shows that that would be enticing, but I don't. I've watched a good chunk of Survivor and none of the others. So I know like five of the people, maybe. But like speaking to Bill's point, I think what is good about it is that they're putting them there instead of folding them all into the MTV challenge. Right, totally. Wow, okay. So so we gotta get in, we gotta get into this. All right, let's play a game. I'm calling it partner up. Bill, congrats. You're on the challenge. Your brother showed up for that. Yes. <laughs> audition. You're on bloodlines. I'm going to give you choices of a partner and you're just going to tell me who you're going to pick and why. All right. First up, this. Devin or Wes? Uh, uh, damn. I'm going to go Wes just because I think they're both annoying. But at the end of the day, you got to get like physical and dirty. And I trust Wes to push us over the finish line. Devin, Devin's great. He's great TV. He's just not an imposing person physically. And that is a big part of the challenge at times. Remember Wes? Right. So true. All right. Cara Maria or Laurel? These are hard. <laughs> um, Laurel. Yeah. Just because Cara Maria has been on this show for so long, she still can't swim. I think it speaks to her lack of growth <laughs> mindset. When when they introduce <laughs> no. horses, though, if they ever introduce horses, it's Carmaria's game. They're gonna be a horseback riding component of the final, and she's she's gonna like paint her masterpiece. Uh, Laurel, final answer, but I'm not happy about. It. I'm not happy with either of these right so far. <laughs> for for a while, I don't think it's true anymore. But Laurel, Carmaria, and Abram all lived in the same Montana town and didn't get along or talk to each other. <laughs> That town can't be that big. That's got to be a lot of the drama of that town. Yeah. Yes, I think so. I don't think that's true anymore, but uh, it it has been. All right. Darrell or Derek? Oh, Darrell. And uh, because he's the GOAT. Yeah. Like, Darrell is interesting because he's objectively bad TV because he (laughs) understands the assignment so well. He's like, I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to party. I'm not going to hook up with anybody. I'm here to just like win this money and I'm very good at it. And uh, there's something very cold and calculating that it actually endears him to me, even though you'll never see him in the middle of anything fun. Uh, well, he just like, he got in one fight with Brad when he was drunk once. And then he was like, oh, oh don't right. do that. Yeah, he was kicked <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. He didn't, he didn't get in a fight but... with Brad. He knocked Brad the fuck <laughs> out. <laughs> with it's like, because isn't there like a boxer? Like it was like a one yes. punch just like, yeah, it's like ooh, assault charges. All right, this one's difficult in another way. Nelson or Corey? 
no. Oh, oh, oh. oh man. I, I mean, I didn't know. Yeah. Corey is one of my least favorite challenge people of all time because he should be so much better than he is. Like, like I agree, oh yeah. my God, he is so overrated as hell. But Nelson is <laughs> breathtakingly dumb shit. Uh, Nelson, just because, I don't know, maybe maybe we'd laugh a lot. I don't know. <laughs> we'd yeah. have a lot of fun together. Corey, I might want to legitimately drown. Corey reminds me of my brother a lot, actually. Like, that's who my brother is, and I think that's why he was close to being cast. Like, down to, like, skin complexion, just, like, attitude. My brother, I think that's why it bothers me so much. <laughs> Great. Corey sucks. He should be so good. He sucks. <laughs> He's, like, in the bust of a township out here. It is weird. How are some of these guys, like, smart dumb guys and some are just dumb dumb guys like i would submit brad as a smart dumb guy like he's like <laughs> walking around this earth he's a dumb guy but like he can kind of put it together of like how to do things he's never gonna be the smartest on the show but like he's fine he's good but at what Corey, he does cory just like can't keep up <laughs> i think cory caught on that he's dumb as fuck though because the past like couple seasons he's been fun to watch even though he's been bad yeah, he knows he's a storyline more than yeah. anything. All right, Jenna or Casey? Our most recent winner, Casey. Jenna. Wow. Just because she's from, I think she's from Staten Island or Long Island? I'm from Staten Queens. There's, I don't know, maybe there's that. There's that. So, yes. Or maybe, or maybe that would make us like hate each other. Yeah. Like native New Yorker hatred for each other. I'm not sure. I'm going to go Jenna. Jenna. Jenna competes. I like Jenna. It's true. And I just don't trust Big Brother people. I don't. No. And all right. Finally, the big one. Bananas or CT? Oh, man. This is, this is a good one. I, I feel like the, like the correct answer is CT. But part of me wants to say bananas. But I don't trust them. But then he... I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I straight up did cry when, like, uh, summer 2020, him and Wes, like, being boys. And I was like, I don't know, man. I want to believe he's different. Of course, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I'm going oh, to go CT. I'm going to go CT. Yeah. But by, like, the thinnest of margins. Just because I feel like too many people hate bananas, so you have a target on your back. And uh, me and CT can maybe potentially have some fun before people get wise that we're, like, the people to be. Um, I'm also taller than him so there's that as well that is true I mean that is crazy because maybe it's that they were originally cast for real world and just like actors are small and like they I don't know I will say CT worked at a gym next to my college and someone in one of my classes would like walk past CT outside the gym smoking every day on the way to class and she was like, people would recognize him and like switch sides of the street. But if like you stayed on the same side of the street as him, he was very not intimidating. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for playing partner up. Your partners are just to review Wes, Laurel, Darrell, Nelson, sorry, Jenna and CT. <laughs> You're going to win. I, uh, I could stand by a lot of those picks. The Nelson one is just, <laughs> I don't know, dude. It was hey, either I made that your or pick. Corey, who just gets tired <laughs> Corey's partners get cursed too he had that season where all yes. of his partners went home oh right uh that's so true speaking of your your brilliance kate i believe you have a thesis to present for I us i have today. a thesis i'm going to talk about what i think 
I don't want to say necessarily tanked the show. What I did write was tanked the show, but I'm not going to say tanked the show necessarily. But I think it's, I mean, super different in, I think, obvious ways, like just what they do challenge-wise and physically-wise. Like there was a challenge where like the first episode was Simon Says. And then the next season, the first episode was Wheelbarrow Races. (laughs) And they were half an hour and the elimination was like, just send home the person who did worse. And people got drunk the whole time. And the prize was like a cool T-Mobile sidekick. (laughs) Absolutely. And now it's uh, difficult. And (laughs) (laughs) And I think they've also like very clearly started going to countries with like looser safety laws. Yeah. Which adds to why they do like insane shit now. But I think the less obvious things that have changed the show have been their methods of casting, which we talked about a little. And hear me out when we get to it. I think the Me Too movement <laughs> changed the show for the worse. Hear me out. <laughs> Another great pull quote for this episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll start with the casting <laughs> thing because it's kind of runs deeper. I think that ultimately, like, the obvious change was when they started bringing in people from other shows, which I think had to happen if they wanted it to keep going because Road Rules ended like 15 years ago. <laughs> and the real world, I think, is a Facebook show now. No one knows. No one can find it. <laughs> and I actually, I didn't mind adding Are You the One? Because like, it was just one more show and it was like an MTV kind of stable show and they needed to keep moving. But they've added way too many. But even back before that, the first chunk of seasons were people who were hired by MTV for their personalities not to compete. They were there on the real world. It produced a congressman. It produced doctors, lawyers. Like (laughs) Those people from the first two seasons accomplished shit. In the first two seasons of Rudals, too, like they had to do all these challenges, but there was no kicking people out you were just with the same group the whole time and that type of personality development ended up shifting when people started doing those shows to then do the challenge totally and so i think mtv just started looking for completely different they were looking too forward almost i think sarah was like the first person to say that quiet part out loud like on Brooklyn, yes. she was like, I only right. signed up to do this to do this. Like she straight up said why she was there. She was not about <laughs> doing the show. She was just trying to punch her ticket to the next thing. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize that that was a thing you could do. <laughs> and just, yeah. She was in my head when I was a delusional 19 year old. Yeah, I think when it became clear that they were going to like stick, the challenge was going to stick around. And then season 10 of Road Rules is when they started kicking people off. And that I think just like, just changed the personalities of the people that were there. It was much more cutthroat. Like those first challenges when it was like battle of the sexes, someone won with like a broken ankle because he kept, <laughs> he kept doing like just okay to not be in the bottom. And like everyone agreed, like, oh, we'll just kick out the person who did the worst this week. Yeah. Like there was no like, it didn't matter if you liked someone. It was just like, oh, they didn't perform well, so they'll be gone. And now it's like, if you're the best person, to, they want to get you out first. And it's more dramatic in a way that I think it doesn't need to be. Right. And that's probably why some of those 
original, like, really strident personalities. We remember them as being such, like Coral and Veronica. Mm -hmm. Whereas if they were cast now, you'd just be like, oh, yeah, it's another girl on this show. Yeah. (laughs) Whereas at the time, it was like, whoa, they are coming for people. Wow, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. And then um, I will now get into my my Me Too point. Please. (laughs) Which I think is almost the opposite problem of what I just described, which is that in ways people are relaxing on the drama that way and i'm let me say i'm glad that they're not like sexually assaulting each other so much anymore uh that's an ultimately a very good change it's but the way that the men treat the women now is so different Mm -hmm. and in the last season of all stars casey like actively sought out to be kahuta's partner because she saw that kahuta was always nice to his partners Mm-hmm. because he figured out in a time when everyone else in the world had figured out, which is that instead of screaming at your partner and calling her like a fat idiot, if you encourage her, she'll, she'll do well. Right. And I think, well, I mean, we're going to talk about Devin a lot more in your thesis, but he was, I felt like to the first one, it was like very obvious that he was supporting his partner. <laughs> and once everyone kind of figured that out, it took away some of the like built-in drama and i it's tough to say like wow why i wish they said awful mean things to the women uh i (laughs) don't want them to say awful mean things to the women but i think that like there was an element of having like this weak link in teams and in partnerships even if it was like two men has kind of gone away Right. Now, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Even if there's a weak link, people are like, but like, you know, they're real good at puzzles and like that everyone has like well, an upside and that's good in like practice. And this is why like I ended up bringing it up to that teenager I coached <laughs> is like she was part of a team. And I was like, this is a, like, it's interesting to look at to see how over the years, like the nature of the challenge has changed as people have become like better teammates and yeah. how people are more successful and they can do harder things. But also, I didn't want to be like, but also, like, it kind of sucks now. Because also, it's still great now, but, like, it's a hard sell. And she was, like, 17, and it just didn't seem like a good right. path. Well, um, when Laurel and Cara Maria were first paired, this was before Cara Maria was, like, a dominant player. Laurel was so mean to Cara Maria. Yeah. So mean. It was crazy. <laughs> and then, like, people turned mean to Cara, and then Laurel, like, stood up. That was such a weird season. Like, Laurel ended up, like, standing up for her at one point. Yes, because Wes, like, poured Gatorade on her or something. Yeah. And, and that, was like, that was the bridge too far. And, like, but Kenny was, like, actually very nice to both of them. It, it's, but it was that's only the Kenny. all-stars I want to see is yes. making them revisit partners that they had previously. Because you bring up Casey, um, and the reason that she was looking for a nice partner is she was with Wes, and he was... And Wes has grown tremendously over the years. Right. Like, Wes is such an obvious example of, like, used to be horrible to his partners and is now encouraging. I think, too, people know that this is, like, on television forever. Like, even when, I mean, this was, Real World was more popular when Casey and Wes were paired together. But Mm -hmm. you still just didn't have that sense of, like, this will still be on the internet in 15 years People can share a clip that will go viral tomorrow. Yeah. So that might affect it too. Yeah. A lot of behavior has aged poorly. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like you just have to like, like, 
like, dude, that's actually like racist. <laughs> you shouldn't be allowed on the show anymore. Like, so, you right. know, everyone's yeah. got to like really clean it up. I mean, I think for me, one of the big, not in like the challenge is getting soft, but I was like, oh, that's a, that's very different. I don't remember the guy's name, but he left because he was, I think he was like from like a foster home and like just being in like the living arrangements was kind of triggering to him. And yeah. he left. It was Georgia's partner. She was like so upset. Was it Georgia? No, it was some other English girl. I forget her name. See, there's so many new people. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, she really big lips. She's really nice. I think Bessie was into her. I don't remember her name. But he left. And when TJ was like, so-and-so's left. And he's like, and I support that. You're like, what? Yes. TJ hates quitters. And he's like, you guys, your mental health is important. You got to talk to each other. And I was like, this is a different show. This is a very uh, mm-hmm. different show. Because three years ago, TJ would be like, that guy will never come back. I hate him. Pox on his house. Had, shit in his mouth. <laughs> they had that challenge where... Was it Sylvia? Who there was a British girl who like all of the other women, the like lavender ladies, like ganged up on and like threw her suitcase over the railing and were saying all yes. the things. And she ended up leaving. And yeah, that was another one where TJ was like, "I get why she left, and if I see this again, you guys are gone." And it was wonderful <laughs> to have seen as a former bullied kid, but also like it was so different. Yes. It's funny because TJ walks in and he does like his classic TJ thing. And he goes, guys, it's important you know this. I hate bullies. Like, it's like, <laughs> who is this TJ? Like, like he's like this freaking BMX Mr. Rogers all of a sudden. And I, I love it. Oh, I love did it. the traumatic brain injury make the show bad? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it didn't help. It never helps. Traumatic brain injury <laughs> never helps. better. But there is something to it. I think you're 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 speaking to like there's an overall professionalization mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. like there should be humanization without professionalization if that makes sense like I don't want to see people say a bunch of racist and misogynist stuff but part of that is you were catching people being real morons of their own age group yeah. now if it's like if you're 40 and your profession is being in the challenge, well, you can't do that stuff. Um, I was just watching, and I'm going to talk about in a minute, the betrayal season, Rivals 3. And a part that I had totally forgotten that happened is Johnny Bananas is terribly racist to Cheyenne. I had forgotten that plot. Like, that's not a big plot. No one talks about it. But she was crying and screaming, I want to leave. How do I get out of here? She talked to her mom. This was she had made the final. Mm -hmm. And her mom, like, convinced her to stay. And that wasn't spoken to at the reunion. Is It wasn't. I didn't even remember it being a big plot line. And that's horrible. That just, like, went through my brain. Like, oh, yeah, I guess someone's being horribly racist on TV. That's normal. We're used to it. Do you remember? It was it was it was bananas and his cousin Vinny. Cousin Vince, yes. yes. And cousin yes. cousin creepy creepy Uncle Vinny. Horrible. And they just kept calling her Chantel. And I'm like, you guys can't just call a black person another stereotypical black name for yes. six weeks. <laughs> when she was talking to to Kate's point, Devin, who was supporting her, Vince goes, "Did you get enough camera time?" It's so gross. Yeah. And they never apologize, acknowledge, or do anything. It's I was crazy. About, I was about to say there's no way that the people on this show now could become congressmen, but considering like who Sean Duffy is and who he represented, right. I actually think they could really pull it off. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not impossible at all. It's not no. I think like 
15 years ago it would have been but it's come back around now and it's just it's totally <laughs> yeah, doable yeah, yeah. totally doable totally they should get in while they can yeah uh well thank you kate i i think you've made some excellent points so you want i heard down with the me too movement that's yes. the final Okay. Yeah. In conclusion, that is great. my thesis statement: is the Me Too movement was wrong. <laughs> it just went a little too far. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with my thesis. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. All right. Uh, so Kate's got the uh, Twitter hashtag <laughs> no me too going. It's viral. We'll attend to that later. But if you guys don't mind, I'd like to present a thesis to you guys. And really, it's a topic. And it's just it's the biggest topic in challenge history. It's the betrayal. The end of Rivals 3, which was won by Johnny Bananas and Sarah rice who we've already mentioned from real world brooklyn 
The twist was that TJ, <laughs> which by the way, I love just the transition into things becoming TJ's final. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if he's designed or thought of any of the rules and that was not a part of it initially but it's it's like the way the women think the bachelor plans the dates <laughs> like they've convinced the cast that tj thinks of all this stuff <laughs> um anyway tj thought by himself that within the teams there will also be a winner and that winner will decide if their teammate gets any money coming in third place were devin and cheyenne devin chose to split the money with Cheyenne. Second place was Vince Bananas, <laughs> I guess. And Jenna, Vince chose to split the money with Jenna. This is, if you haven't noticed, a disgusting pattern, which is that all the men got to decide if the women kept any money. And Johnny Bananas ultimately did not choose to let Sarah keep the money, the backstory there being, and why they were rivals in the previous season, Battle of the Exes 2, Sarah was paired with her ex, Jordan, who's another, we haven't even gotten into Jordan. That's that's the how this pantheon is so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, she just nominated Johnny and his partner, Nani, who we've also not spoken <laughs> of at length, for uh, the elimination round. And they did go in and they lost. That is all that happened. That is de rigueur. That happens every single episode of this show. <laughs> uh, but he managed to make it a huge deal as if it was betrayal. Let's watch that oh, moment. Boy. Just the end. Life that you uh, have certain moments that can literally change oh, the course boy. of your life. Do you remember where they were for this? They are in and, uh, Argentina. Most of the season was in Mexico. is it she goes on i mean it gets sad she goes on she sits there crying she said i thought i wasn't gonna have to work during grad school um i thought we were friends and he stands there and it's just like you shouldn't be upset you did great you won I, it is one of the most sociopathic moments in i think all of reality tv history i I think it's so sad, not just because of the money, though I will say this is the moment I do think Johnny changed the show in a way because they would always talk about the money. And as Kate said, originally, it was like a T-Mobile sidekick is all you got. But they'd be like, I'm in it for the $20,000. But like, I don't watch a reality show that follows these people around. So whether they're rich or poor, I don't really know. And it doesn't affect me. So when they would talk about that, it never really resonated. To me, it always felt like it was for the win. And I feel like he really changed it in this moment because he reminds us how real it is. And of course she does too, that she's not going to get $130,000 or whatever it was. And 
now moving forward, it feels a lot more real to me that they might win money. I went back and watched a lot of this season and I had forgotten. It's a pivotal season in and of itself, Rivals 3. This is Ashley's first challenge. This is where we meet Devin and Cheyenne. This is where Cheyenne meets Corey and (laughs) they conceive Ryder K at the reunion. Vince is there, as we mentioned. He's racist. I forgot Nicole, Nanny's cousin, comes back and beats her, actually, which made me realize Nani has been beaten by both her own girlfriend and her own cousin in an elimination. That is (laughs) tough. (laughs) Tough, Nanny. Um, This is also the season where Jenna calls Zach on the phone and he doesn't know who she is and thinks he's an, right. she's another girl. They are now married and have their second child on the way. Zach sucks. Zach sucks. Talk about racist. Zach sucks. Talk about misogynist too. Like he just sit around talking about how women are weaker from the Bible. He sucks. Yes, he's also very racist. And oh, I hate him. And he's a baby. He sucks at the challenge. Yeah. Jenna's much better at the challenge. Yeah. Their whole relationship was. I just was thinking of when Zach was like on the side of Hill crying and Laurel's like, Are you fucking shitting me right now? Like, <laughs> is this real? Uh, this is the first season where we had Are You the One kids, and it's mm-hmm. just Are You the One. Um, and there's some debate about that. So I I wanted to pull some clips from that season that I literally uh recorded with my phone from Paramount Plus. So it will look like that. <laughs> <laughs> I will agree with you though, Caitlin. I like yes, even though please. Bananas does that and it like is such a scummy move, it does legitimize the comp- the competition aspect of the show in a way that it had not been legitimized before. Yeah. Where like I'm like, oh I get if someone was actually taking this money like at like off your table, you'd be pissed that you were voted in, you know? And I'm like, oh the show did gain something from it, but it is a it truly did. vile moment in a vacuum. You're just like, oh my god. <laughs> The way he talked himself into it, too. He's like, um, you know, we're cool, I think. I think, I think we're yes. cool, right, Sarah? Uh, I'm like, oh, you are, you are a gaslighter. <laughs> we're exactly what he's doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's see this boy. He always says women think with their emotions. Women are with their emotions. They always vote for their emotions. Johnny thinks his emotions more than anybody. But, like, you'll notice he'll never say a guy friend's name. He'll only throw his girlfriend under the bus. But if a girlfriend throws him under the bus like Sarah did, they become rivals. Wow. Wisdom from one Kelly Ann Judd. I was like, that ends up being quite prophetic. And this is true because he had screwed over Paula how many times in earlier yeah. seasons? She, Kellyanne is onto something there. And then if, if the wisdom of Kellyanne isn't enough, let's go to her ex, Wes. Wes points out rightly that if Johnny had decided that he wanted to hate Sarah that season, he would have gotten everyone to hate her. He would have been successful. And Wes probably would have been the only one standing up for Sarah. And I agree. I think she was really under his spell for that season. And it's really hard to watch how he is able to gaslight her because she will even use the verbiage sometimes, I stole your money, which never happened. That never happened. All that happened was she put him in an elimination, which he could have won. He didn't. And then she <laughs> ended up winning. And 
it drives him insane and she wants his approval so badly and she even speaks to this in the reunion that she thought she was one of the cool kids and that's how he made her feel and it's it's really really tough but i think it's the intersection of that kind of challenge like who's cool who's a winner who's a loser with like real money stakes for the first time and it did elevate the show unfortunately uh for (laughs) sarah and i think that's had this pall too because she's never been back this is six years ago and it still comes up on every single season that johnny's on it comes up i've listened to his podcast i'd say it, it comes up in every single one i've heard he's like not really over it even though he stands by the fact that it's like he stands by the fact that she would have done it to him which i just i don't don't buy that at all no i don't buy that no he was really out of the boundaries of anything we'd ever seen someone do on reality tv in a way that i'm like surprised that tj is so calm when it happens some of that you can tell is adr'd but how would you not just be like what well, Devin was. Yes, Devin and, and Cheyenne and Jenna were generally shocked into into being quiet. Like, they couldn't believe. Yeah. Eventually, Jenna goes over. And I can't imagine Jenna and Sarah are really friends IRL. But Jenna goes over and kind of just does the most awkward, like, pat of her. <laughs> because no one really kn- It's you so yeah. strange. Also, like, if you're Vinny, it's like, in your mind, you've just done the right thing. And then your cousin is just like, like yes, yeah, bro, worship. What, 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 what the fuck was that, dude? <laughs> like, I can't check. Yeah, now Vinny, or... Vinny's like mad at himself for not throwing Jenna under the bus. Absolutely. If Johnny had gone first, I think Vince would have kept the money. I think Devin's the only one that would have genuinely split it if there wasn't like a different order. Yeah. And agree. Like, and, and also like Devin is younger and he's thinking about this the way he was perceived on television, which he was a great partner to Cheyenne, and he's been lucky that she's never come back and has become famous independently through the teen mom arm of the challenge which is amazing that she was on teen mom when she had her baby when she was 25 and had a four-year college degree but you know they, they just realized cheyenne and Corey are very beautiful is uh the the elimination you're talking about when sarah threw bananas mm-hmm. in was that yeah. the previous season where they were like almost at the final and then he had to like wrestle Leroy and he like hurt himself was that like a different thing? it was the season before but I don't remember what the elimination I was. don't remember what the elimination was it was that they were down to four teams and so they didn't get to go to the final okay. it was battle of the X's too it could have been it, it Nani, have been right Le- yes his partner was Nani it could have been Leroy so and Teresa yeah yeah, and it was like, oh, we're going to go. And Sarah's like, actually, man, as you go in, and then Leroy, like, handled them. I love Leroy. We haven't spoken about Leroy yet. Leroy is... That's true. A treat. He's yes, loving it. Leroy. He's an all-timer. <laughs> yes, absolutely. List. Leroy and Teresa were the runners-up to Sarah and Jordan. And Jenna, with her ex from the real world, Jay, who's awful, Jay. were the third. <laughs> they were the layup. Yeah, Leroy is also something that, like, the the challenge needs to make right because he has spoken about how Camilla, of course, was very racist in the house and it was never addressed. And he basically does not want to return to the show because of the way he was treated. I'm not sure how his fiance Cam feels, who's another uh, all-star 
but that sucks. Like th- they need to make that right. Whatever it is, whatever that means to Leroy, because he's such a, g- he's also like, he's a barber now, which is cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's, He's the Charles Barkley of the challenge. And he previously, yes. And he previously uh, was a bartender at the Britney Spears Vegas show. Like, that's a fun job. This guy gets it. He gets life. But I just, it's weird. That season, like, it needs some sort of closure. And I don't know that we're ever going to get it. Sarah has said she will never return to the show. Uh, but because of her career, I, and not because of this incident, but. Lies. I feel like because that was Landon said he would never come back because like in his actual career he makes more money than he would if he won the show. Sure. And then he did do all stars. Yeah. (laughs) So I mean, never say never, Sarah. Yeah, and she hosts a podcast with um Susie Meister, who's been on this show before. Shout out Susie if you're listening. She's staying in the, you know, she has friends and connections in the world. I I would like to see her come back. And I would, I mean, to all stars probably at this point. But I think that would be really fun. And also, I want to see them do Rivals 4. They also ended Rivals by doing this show. It was too dark. Rivals is gnarly. I don't know know what my, like, dream iteration of the challenge is Mm -hmm. anymore. Like, I think Rivals is cool. X's is okay. Spies, X's, allies, whatever the hell. Oh, I, oh. Who knows? Oh, God. No, the it's new so ones are bad. so convoluted. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, there was the one where the, you secretly are in another house, and then you come in. Yep. The, uh, that is a good thing about All-Stars is it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. There's some twists, but it's it's largely just... I would like to see like one of those older seasons that was like good guys versus bad guys. And so like someone in a production office, like just deciding what these people are like, I think it's like clear, like where some of them were going to be, but there were people where you're like, all right, I guess they're a bad guy. They've never done anything wrong, but (laughs) they have like a tattoo. So they're the bad guy. It's like, (laughs) (sighs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. X's is kind of like, after CT and DM did it, it feels hard. Yeah. The only thing with exes now is that there's people who are divorced from each other with kids who I would like now love that. to see. Oh my God, Brad and the other Tory. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Please. That would be great. I would actually love that. I, I can't bet think of any other it'd be like, this is like tuition. This is tuition for the kids. Like, like you know what? We should actually bury this for big yeah. picture stuff. And they either crash and burn or they light the challenge on fire like i think it'd be, I mean, it might be too old at this point but years ago and they gotta know like their kids are their kids are watching <laughs> like they gotta they can't like speak bad of each other yeah I, I that's another thing i liked from the most recent all-stars is wes uh was really nice to kellyanne and that he would have played that so differently 10 years ago to have an ex in the house but he said he was like rooting for her that was nice yeah i can't imagine <laughs> but I think I'm okay with that on All Stars. But going back, like, if they were on like the regular challenge together, I would want some like resentment between them. Oh yeah, for sure. In theory, it would be a more recent breakup. I mean, they dated like 12 or 13 yeah. years ago, so it would be yeah, sad. They're if both they don't like have stable and good. Re- yeah, they're yeah. So, yeah. I also too. This is aside from all of it. Want to start seeing more challenges like they did 
in those first two seasons that were half an hour. I want to see like people because people now like I think some of the British guys have done steroids. Like they're all personal oh, yeah. trainers. Like they all show up. Like yeah, I just ran like sixteen Ironmen. I want them to show up and have them be like, "All right, for this challenge, you need to rub your belt, your butt on this ice and melt it." Yeah, you need yes. to put some worms in your mouth and walk ten feet and spit them out again. Yes. And they just like they're so overwhelmed because suddenly it's just doing a big Rubik's cube and they don't know yes. how to like do dumb shit anymore. Even in this one that I was watching, which was season 28, actually, which was in 2016, they had the choice of moving two big tires or a mattress. And just like making them choose between stuff like that is always so entertaining because the logic, I mean, I don't know what I'd choose, but also they always have the worst reasoning. (laughs) Yeah. It was funny yeah i i like that catch them all i mean that's why the trivia episode every season is so great yeah just like they are catch so them off bad guard. At it. do it for like all stars because these are people that will like at least laugh at themselves while they're doing it or do it for the regular one and people get like furious i kind of like that i kind of like that they get furious about it like they're so frustrated and everyone's at home like i could do that but that's because that's like the level of athleticism I'm personally prepared for. <laughs> well, what's funny about Love Island, which I've dipped my toes into, there's just a completely different attitude from the cast about the show. Like everything is wonderful. Everything is amazing. Anything they're asked to do, you never see them be wary of it or even like I'm embarrassed or uncomfortable. Like everything is full charge. And I would say it's generational, except even the younger people on the challenge, I think they have the inherited spirit of people who were originally on the real world who were like, why are you filming me? Please stop. And they're just so willing to be grumpy about what's presented to them. There's something I really well, like about it. They're young people who came in from competition shows. And Love Island just doesn't have that element. So like, why the fuck not? Yeah, it's just like sometimes they're asked to like, do a sexy dance for everyone on the opposite sex. So you would think someone, <laughs> someone would be like, hey, I don't feel totally comfortable, but maybe do it. But if they do that, they do not show it. It's not a part of the... They probably wouldn't sign up for the show because that sounds like a personal nightmare. So I just wouldn't go on the show. It looks... It's so crazy. It's I gotta so watch. I gotta crazy. watch. I'm told I have to watch. I don't know that I encourage because we're already how many episodes of the challenge have we all seen like 45,000 every season 24 years worth and I am not missing an episode every season of Love Island has like 50 episodes so you the time commitment is just I'm gonna try to weed myself off this (laughs) there's too much content yeah it's too much all right we're gonna take a quick break and then Kate has a final game for us All right, I'm TJ Levin, and this is my podcast. Uh, Kate, I think you you have a a game that you've designed. I do. I have a game. So we're doing who would win with different types of eliminations, the memorable ones, so those ones that happened in the first seasons that are like nonsense, and then just like the classic ones that we see every season. I'll give you two people. This is for you, Belle. Two people, and you'll pick who's going to win. So the first one 
It was called Slap Fight. I looked it up and I thought it would have a more creative name, but it was called Slap Fight. I don't know if you remember it. <laughs> it was definitely Big Easy. And I want to say Brad. <gasps> I don't know. Definitely Big Easy. And they had fly swatters. And they just slapped each other with the fly swatters until they couldn't yeah. anymore. That was, <laughs> that was it. Yeah. So the question is, who would do it? Who would win? Karamo or Sean Duffy? <laughs> <laughs> taking us back uh oof, sean duffy <laughs> yeah wow you know what i don't see i don't i don't see karamo putting up with that i just don't no, I just karamo don't. quit and it may have been that elimination he quit in an elimination <laughs> oh, and in retrospect it was definitely like in that season wow karamo just gives me very big like oh hell no energy like you're talking about love island like he's he's like i'm not i'm, not gonna, I'm just not gonna do it <laughs> yeah um, yeah I'm gonna go with Sean Duffy just by process. I just I can't see Karamo loving that, wanting it that bad. I just think Sean Duffy's a crybaby who would quit. But okay, <laughs> next one. Truly, I believe the same season called "Don't Toss Your Cookies." It was, <laughs> yes, it was CT and Shane where they had to eat like a dozen cookies and down like a couple glasses of milk and then like sat a machine that spun them real fast and then after like a few minutes would stop and they do it again. And it was just like, whoever puked first lost. I was going to say, I remember that. Cause I think that was my first episode of the challenge ever. I was like 12 years old. And I, re- what I remember about it too, is that CT goes in that elimination for someone else. Like he was like, my buddy can't do this. He can't eat the cookies. Yeah. I'll eat the cookies. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's I think it was like Brad or someone like it was someone who's like pretty good at stuff. And CT was just like, I got this and like put on sunglasses and you could see, see Shane like working so hard not to get sick and CT is just like chilling out, like spinning real fast. Like whatever, man, I can eat cookies and drink milk. The show was so much tamer back in the day. <laughs> it's like very casual. Uh, now, now eliminations are NFL training camp. Yeah. Hall brawls. Like how much, how bad do you want it? We'll get to hall brawl. So the question for don't toss your cookies is famously good eater Darrell. Or probably has eaten a lot of bad stuff, Kahata. Ooh. Oh. 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 Kate is a good one. I'm going to go with Darrell. I'm just going to go with Darrell. Darrell, to me, is just an, he's an old, reliable um, competitor. I One of his most recent seasons, I think TJ did, did like one of those go-down-the-line things like, what would $200,000 mean to you? And everyone had some answer. Like, it'd be college. It'd be like changing my, my family's like fortunes. Darrell's like, it's $200,000. He's like, what does that mean to you, uh, Darrell? He's like, it's $200,000. It's money. <laughs> He's just a RoboCop that way. I'm going to go with Darrell. All right. I also, side note about Kahuta, did hear him on, I think, Derek's podcast about how when you get when you lose on the show, they have to give you a plane ticket somewhere and it doesn't have to be home. So he oh. would get plane tickets into like war zones and then like backpack through like Kazakhstan and Turkey and like insane shit wow. and then go home. What a wild card. Talk about someone that would not be cast on anything today. Except for all stars. <laughs> but yeah. Well yeah. Yeah. All right. Ready for the next one? Yes. Um, it's good. I don't know. Again, I don't know what it's called originally, but it's the banana's backpack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, We're yeah. Familiar. yeah. So just two people are strapped back to back sitting down and you have to drag someone to the other side of an alley. 
So strapped back to back, Brad or MJ? Oh. Wow. Oh. Brad. Brad. I just remember MJ being kind of like drunk and goofy, but Brad's got, he's got this little Hulk inside of him. Yeah. MJ's got size on Brad. MJ's got size on Brad. I, I just think Brad's got psycho switch in him. Like when he gets yeah. wedgied and stuff. And when, <laughs> and like when Marie put like pizza boxes in his bed, when he was like having sex and he had a freaking meltdown about respect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the he's pizza like sitting there holding court being, yes he's like listen this is what the house is about i'm like he's he's got like conservative dad energy like he can go somewhere that i don't think mj can go uh and he'll find a way if i were to rank people on the show i couldn't be friends with like there's people where i'm like i don't think i would like them but i think i would actively could not be friends with brad <laughs> like it just wouldn't work he's got, like coat like that like like your dad, who's also like your basketball coach energy. Like he, like, I'm just, oh, uh, for sure. Oh like, yeah. Like, you got to win Pee Wee league. Otherwise he's never going to respect you as an eight year old. Yes. Um, okay. So now we're going into the classic challenges that we see season after season. So first one is hall brawl. We did mention hall brawl. Ooh, hall brawl. Jenna or Anissa. <laughs> oh boy. Oh mm. man. Oh, Anissa. Anissa just for, like, the physics of it all, I think. It it doesn't require so much stamina. I think it's more about, like, center of gravity. And it can get, like, crazy. Like, when the guys do it, they kind of just, like, whoever, like, kind of concusses the one guy first wins. And maybe, like, (laughs) jump over him. But when the women do it, it really is kind of like a wrestling match kind of, like, aspect to it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, like... Yeah, Jenna's definitely in better shape, but like Anissa's gonna fill that hallway unless and unless she like truly shits the bed in a way I don't think even she's capable of. Like I don't know, just like don't fall down. I go Anissa, but Anissa, how, how has she never been in a? Hall- she's done so many of these. She's actually never been in that one. That's crazy. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. All right, mm-hmm. n- next one is pole wrestle. I have Adam and Ace, but I think I want to do Adam and like Jay. Adam, Adam from Real World Paris. Paris, Adam, and Survivor Jay. Oh, two small guys. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he has that. While I think Adam is tough because he got fucking annihilated by a man twice his size, and I think you've earned your stripes. Jay's got that like rock climber grip strength, you know? Um, and, you know, sometimes some people come into the challenge and are like, well, I do this outside the challenge. Like, I'm a boxer, and they come in and like fall flat. Jay has really like maximized just like his forearms, uh, like to complete capacity. He's won eliminations. He's won challenges. Like the one where he just like held was it Teresa like over a ledge for like thirty minutes. That's that's insane. Like, and he's five eight five nine. Beat CT. You know, Jay, Jay's also he's also so cute. He's so handsome. He's got. <laughs> he, I like him. I root for the guy. I wish he was. Yeah, they need to bring back three Jay. inches taller. I know because uh, he'll never like win. He's too he's too slight, but <laughs> he's too entrenched in survivor like attitude. Like his social game is what dumps him. Mm. And concussions, concussions to once. And concussions. Yeah, there's that. You know what? Bringing up Adam from Real World Paris makes me think. Also, back to your thesis, Kate. Like we saw CT bully Adam over years. 
But then like sometimes they'd have moments where they're okay. And I think that's like being in school. <laughs> like there's something about <laughs> watching that where you're like, yeah, sometimes someone would like terrorize me. And then other times like, I don't know, we had science together and it was fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Like there's just something that was just very viscerally real about like you recognize those situations in a way that won't wouldn't be like scripted in a scripted show. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have one more. Ooh. Okay. This one's tough. Okay, so it's not so fast. <laughs> They're all tough. Not so fast. That's the one where you have the a bunch of rope and you like climb around the jungle gym and then you trade and you like untangle it. Oh yeah. So Ooh. the question is Cara Maria or <gasps> Me, someone who recently had hip surgery and could not fit into her old knee brace about an hour ago. <laughs> this is hard. I also hate that particular challenge so much. It gives me anxiety. I, I think yeah. I've got like old athlete holdover of like, and I just like drink a lot now, but I could like do that. That is one that I'm like, this looks hard. I'd quit. I'd get frustrated immediately. And you'd watch me like shit my pants on national television. So I already hate thinking about this challenge. Kate, are you in therapy at all? Emotional or physical? Both. Emo- oh, uh, emo- <laughs> emotional, but, but also physical, sure. Both. I'm going to pick you. Okay. <laughs> Here's why I put this up here, is that I spent so, like, since the very first time they did that, this challenge, I was like, there's a way to make this unbeatable for the other person. Like, there's a very obvious oh, way to yeah, do yeah, this. yeah. And then finally, like two seasons ago, CT figured it out. <gasps> and so they, they just did it on like chat, like CBS challenge, but I don't think they could do it on MTV anymore because CT did do what I've been suggesting, which is you very early on when there aren't a lot of things crisscrossing, you go out the outside to the very top and then just drop down. So when it gets to the end, they have to have like a six foot vertical to get it oh. off. So if you're ever in this situation, you only have to tie like one knot. And so there wow. was a correct answer. It is me because Carmary is dumb as bricks. Oh yeah. <laughs> I and, just I just figured Carmary is like one of those people, she's the classic of like doing a challenge and spends seventy five percent of it crying and still like kinda wins. Like I've never seen anything <laughs> like that. It's a superpower. Like the first sign of adversity. But C T won that rope challenge. I thought he did it against Jay and he lost because he got like stuck on something. The C T the one C T lost to Jay season? was they had like little jails they had to break out. Oh and right, they, right. Okay. They had to like lock it up. Yeah. No, the rope won C T won because yeah, he just dropped down through the top and whoever he was I feel like it was Durrell, like couldn't get the vertical jump. Mm. Right. That makes sense. That's someone that almost probably could do it. Yeah. That's amazing. Like, I feel like if any listeners have never seen an episode of the challenge and you've been <laughs> listening to us, <laughs> you, not until this last segment, do we ever even talk about what they kind of do on the show. <laughs> 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 and, um, wow. So, so this has been amazing. Any last thoughts on the challenge? And let's all say, you know, who do you, who is your goat for the challenge? I'm not going to go first. <laughs> Kate, why I want to hear that. I mean, I'm clearly a Derek stan. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know that I want to go with Derek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that CT is a little obvious of an answer. Yeah. Especially of late. He's, he's, he's definitely the current GOAT, if that makes any sense. I always even think though he did like challenge like champs for stars and he was paired with Tony 
and CT like threw out his back and they couldn't run. But between CT solving puzzles so much faster than anyone on the show and them, they got the worst foods in the eating challenge, but still ate faster than everyone. They managed to win it. <laughs> and they didn't Tony. run like a single minute. It was wild. CT's very good. We can just say some names of people that might be in the possible. Uh, okay. Darrell, obviously. Darrell, obviously. Four, was it four in a row? He won uh, Johnny Bananas is the most currently. CT looks like he could eclipse him. Uh, some people might say Wes even. Um, on the women's side, you have John A has won all stars, but no, I would never. I would never, yeah. <laughs> Rachel would probably Rachel, be up there yeah. for women. Ruthie, classic Ruthie. Even, I mean, even Veronica, really. Did Veronica She's, like, win? But, like, I don't know if that matters. Coral. Coral was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to say DM. A lot of those. A lot of those amazing women were in the group days when they would have two teams. So it is a little different. Yeah. I mean, Laurel. Laurel is really good. Laurel's really she, good. She's a tough watch, but she's very, very good. And we haven't talked about Evelyn. Yeah, Evelyn. Jenny. British Jenny. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love British Jenny. Big British Jenny. Yeah. She was not drama. A lot of potential. So she, they didn't bring her back, but she would love to. I follow her on Instagram. Mm. I... I'm not going to say bananas because I'm not going to. Uh, I might say, and I, I really love CT. CT's probably my favorite, but I might say Darrell. Like if I just had to choose one partner and I don't know anything about the game, I might go with Darrell. Yeah, I think he's a good choice if you truly just don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Johnny Bananas feels like, as a teammate, he's probably like Kobe Bryant, a lot of chaos. You want to pull your hair out. And then Darrell's like a Tim Duncan. You're just like, oh, right. he's going to show up and do the damn job. And no muss, no fuss. I know we're running out of time, but like, where do you rank? Like, because like we have deep conversations about this. So Banana is like the most, the, the winningest like challenge uh, competitor of all time. But that's like six wins over like 18 seasons. And then Darrell's right, yeah. got like four wins yes. over like eight. But then a lot of Darrell's were kind of like team wins. Like, how do you, where do you right, fall yeah. in a particular like place? That's a great point. Me, and I actually I, think I, I don't know. I think yeah. Darrell's a better all around player. Like if we get pushed in front of a puzzle, I know Darrell thinks he's like bad at puzzles, but he's pretty good. That's the thing with CT is that he's like astonishingly good at puzzles. So he truly is an all around yeah, player. And but calm. Like the people yeah. that are really bad at puzzles just freak out. Yeah. Um, I believe Cara Marie was the first solo winner she was. of the challenge. Yeah. For any gender. So there's that to be considered. Yeah, it would be for her to be my partner. <laughs> unless you're right. Unless it involves horses. <laughs> if it involves horses, it's all her. Yeah, it's 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 a sprawling game. There's teams. There's solo. There's uh, partners. Some of which are sometimes someone you hate. Your ex, possibly your cousin. Yes, Timmy. <laughs> Timmy. I think not in like a partner situation, but I think if I like. I think in a classic challenge, maybe not. I think in a current challenge where I know I have no chance of winning, I'd want to be Timmy's partner. Okay. I see that. <laughs> I see that. And Bill, what do you think? Who's your ultimate partner or your goat for you? Uh, I think I think the goat is Yeah, it not not a not a fun answer. I think it's Johnny Bananas. Yeah. Just because in terms of He's he's done the show the best. He's won it. He's been at the center of house drama. 
uh, romantic drama. He's he's the show. He does the show. Yep. And and it sucks that someone like Leroy doesn't have the rings on his resume because yep. he'd be up there. Guy's been to so many finals. But yeah, like I like Darrell, and I think pound for pound, just like measuring their attributes, they're probably equal. Maybe even like slight nod to Darrell, but Darrell's not the most compelling TV. And I'm just like, right? Yeah, you want your I guess I gotta go bananas. But Leroy is my favorite person of all time, and and for the women, I, I hate Car Maria. <laughs> I'm just gonna say Jenna because it feels like Jenna almost always goes to the finals. I know she's like never like won. But right. her like body of work and like how far she goes is pretty. Her her floor is very very high for the right. women, which I, I think is very point. impressive. And I want to see Maddie come back. She was really good. I actually nice. watched that show she was on party party down south. That is a trash show. Oh, that's that show's bad. That oh, show's that's terrible. Like, she's but not she was really good because she had too many DUIs or something, right? <laughs> oh, <God>. What? <laughs> what a show and and that you know that's this new day and age where that <laughs> spikes you well thank you guys so much this has been nothing short of a joy uh now that our challenge fans have fallen in stand with you guys where can they find you bill where can our fans find you uh, i'm on instagram at bill de god because i'm stupid <laughs> and uh i host a monthly stand-up show at easy lover quality time it's the third thursday third tuesday of every month i think the next one is september whatever the third tuesday of this month is easy lever nine o'clock come check it out love to see you there all right amazing kate where can they find you i am on twitter and instagram at kate vatter uh it's mostly baseball content so apologies and i have a podcast for the tv show riverdale we are currently in hiatus Ooh. as we are between seasons um we did recently get a one-star comment that said, if you don't like the show, then why do you do this podcast? And it was not, you know, it was not as hurtful as the four-star review. That was like, good show. Because the one, they oh, were, yeah. they, the, the one-star review was right, that we don't like the show anymore. Right, but, that was more just feedback from a friend. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, that was just like a helpful comment that we did not listen to. So yeah, a show called XOXO Riverdale, if you want to watch that. <laughs> All right. Amazing. And you know, you can follow us at We Stand Social. I will try to find that picture of me and Chet to throw up on the IG. Uh, we'll talk to you next time on TJ Lavin's We Stand Together. Bye. Sarah Michelle